Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's like anything. You can sit away, lock yourself away, creating something for years but the whole point, that's one piece of the puzzle. Yeah, it's an essential piece, but if you don't get out there in whatever it is you're doing in your life and no one knows about what you're doing, um, you can't have such big an impact. It's like, you know, the personal trainer who just is like grumpy because they're the best trainer, but no one knows about them. They're better than Bob down the road, but he's got all the clients or, you know, someone who's the best coach in any form or someone who's the best this, the best that, the best actor is legitimately the best actor. And then some donut who can't really act is a Hollywood megastar and people will focus on that and complain well stop focusing on that what can you do to go and you know make it happen what can you do to claim your life the good and the bad and you know create your destiny that's Adam Lewis Walker and today we talked about what his concept of awakening your alpha actually means and we dove into things like how to go from not surviving to surviving and then to go from surviving to thriving. Haha. <laughs> We're rhyming. Yo. Okay, let me get back to focus. But this podcast is really about his journey to really understand how to build momentum on momentum. I think you you find it really helpful if you're just someone who's trying to figure out how to just go forward. You know, you might be down, you might not be sure what the next step is. This is a good podcast for that. This is if you're in search of direction, if you're in search to maximize your potential, check out the podcast. He has a book coming out. The book should be out exactly today. So if the if the podcast resonates with you, feel free to grab the book. And I definitely want to hear your thoughts. Enjoy the episode. Welcome everybody to another episode of As Told by Nomads. And today's guest is Adam Lewis Walker. Adam is the host of Awaken Your Offer, a TEDx speaker and a best-selling author, and he's got a new book coming. He calls this his legacy piece. It's also called Awaken Your Offer. We're going to be talking about how to rise up and lead your life. We're going to be talking about different ways to embrace a momentum mindset and ways that he uh, basically got down and picked himself back up. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Awesome intro. Love it. Love it. <laughs> It's always good when someone does a good intro and kind of personalizes it and, you know, picks out certain things that relate to them and, uh, yeah, puts their own spin on it. So, yeah, I'm excited to be here, excited to talk about all things Thrive, whatever that may come out in this interview. And, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, connecting. Uh, the pleasure is mine, brother. And that's that's one of the benefits of having a uh, a call before you interview, just because you can get a, a personal feel for, for where yeah. the, the guest minds it. But – I have a personal feel for a little bit about what you do. The audience doesn't yet. So who is Adam Lewis Walker? 
how did you start? You know, what what was the what was the genesis for this for you? And then walk us through what, where you are right now from the beginning. Okay, I'll be as quick as possible because there is we've mentioned we've mentioned there is a TEDx talk and there's lots of stuff out there maybe in the show notes and stuff. Gotcha. So I'm originally from the UK, south of England. Um, growing up, not all I wanted to be, but my focus was a PE teacher because of the lifestyle elements. I think once I realized that they get to wear shorts all year if they didn't mind the cold and they get the summers off and they get you know a week break every, every now and then. And uh, I was heavily influenced by the Olympics and obsessed by the Olympics. So I wanted to get there in any shape or form. At that point, didn't re- didn't care what event, um, just obsessed and loved the, you know, the ideals of mind, body and will and uh, all of that side of things. So 28 years later or when I was 28, so, I, <laughs> so not quite that long, um, I was in the UK Challenge Final in 2008, mm. um, still had my Olympic vision, dreams and I got back from a lot of injuries torn groins and stuff to get back to uh, getting a personal best for the first time in six years um and just entering my prime as an athlete at 28 and um had a nasty pole vault accident pole vaulting in the rain i'll skim over it a little bit here so oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah you, don't do that that's not a good idea <laughs> yeah I'm it's sorry, england yeah. you know if, if you don't pole vault when it rains you never pole vault because it rains a lot so mm. um yeah so that was kind of in a nutshell the end of that and i was lost um, we talk about picking yourself back up. I tried to pick myself up hard quickly. Um, the reality is not as shiny. It was a good two years of crutches, prehab, rehab, operations, operations, and the, that cycle and the mental side of things took a took a, a hit and took a continual hit until I got to kind of a, a bad spot. And then kind of the the story is dragging yourself out of that and fighting for your alpha literally daily just to do normal things and um, then continuing that progression and also in terms of the book Thousand Tactics to Thrive within there is things to make your your mindset and you as a character your foundations more resilient to depression and more resilient to adversity that is coming for all of us if you're not in it this second when you're listening to this uh, which I think is is huge it's better to be prepared than being you know taken out ultimately as I was where I was not mentally prepared because I didn't expect that to happen but that's kind of the whole point. (laughs) Wow, you know what? So I, I love stories like yours because it, it it is it does remind us about many people we know. I think many times people get into this. I saw a Forbes feature, I saw an Inc feature, and they forget about the journey. And sometimes was when they're comparing themselves to to these individuals, they they skip the journey part and they're like, "Wow, that person already has this. I want that now." And in your story, you had the Olympic dreams, you had you know the, the horrific accident, and then you know. Uh, you know, listen to athletes. I love sports as well. Sports is actually my first love. Unfortunately, I didn't quite get as far as you did. Yeah. Well, but- I, the the thing is as well that I, I again because I try and I tried to jump over it a bit, but I almost I was closer to making the Paralympics than I was the Olympics after that. And wow. so the weird, like the weird thing is, I could have, you know, I was very close. My Olympic dreams were almost realized by a Paralympic dream, which would not have happened if the accident hadn't happened. Right. But ultimately. It was not on my cards, um, but I did make the Great Britain um, volleyball team for, you know, Paralympics um, in the build-up to 2012. Um, but I was not um, featured in championships because I was like a minimal dis- disability athlete, which is only two spots on the teams. Um, and again, there's a whole mindset and mentality around that because, yeah. yeah. 
No, of, you know, whether you feel, you know, when people feel they're not worthy in life in general, I, there was definitely some issues about like, I didn't feel I belonged because, you know, yes, my knee was ruined, but I, I didn't feel in the traditional sense, you know, disabled in that, you know, minimal disability. I got that, but, um, you know, it was, it's, it's a weird one. It was a, you know, it's just, again, you don't know how you're going to feel until you're in that environment. Absolutely. No. And, and you and I, um, the, the connection I have there is I had the same, I had a, a car accident that was my catalyst to really start what I'm doing today. And I, I, I often say this, I don't want anyone to, to ever go through a horrific event to be awoken. And then mm. you say, awaken your alpha. Now tell us what alpha is. What do you, what is an alpha to you? What does that mean? Okay. So again, I, I think it's very important, like you said, to, to kind of like, what does that mean? Because we don't dig into that and start from that definition. Then, you know, a lot of people are probably on different pages and, yeah. and um, there's a lot of negative views about the alpha and whether people, when they hear that word, I think society as well views it negatively. It may think of specifically a male who maybe <laughs> is some big meathead who doesn't seek help, is not vulnerable, doesn't ask for help, doesn't talk about any issues he's got. And also is kind of like that lone wolf mentality. Um, whereas the alpha, if I go to the actual definition, if you look it up from the solar system, it's Alpha Centauri, which is the star that shines the brightest. That's it. No mention of male or female. From the animal kingdom, it's to achieve the highest rank. No mention of male and female. In fact, if it does, it usually says the alpha female of the elephant pack, for example. So I, my interpretation of awaken your alpha and how in my framework is to shine as bright as you can with your time here, not mm. to put others in your shadow, but to illuminate and also to achieve the highest rank in areas of your life that are core and important to you and not massively sacrifice in one area of your life to achieve, you know, success in the traditional sense um, in another area. So action, mastery, legacy. Yep. That's what the podcast is all about. And in terms of the book and the TEDx talk, it's actually the, the, the phases are, awareness action and um ascension rising up and that continual cycle to go through well you know what let's break it down then so with awareness that's one of the things that um i love to do right i think self-awareness or awareness about your environments those are the two key things that we need to do sometimes we live in a life that's too fast and we forget to really just be present so let's let's just give give us just a brief synopsis and not, not everything because you still have to buy the book <laughs> uh, but uh, just a brief synopsis so people can get a taste of what your steps are. Because um, I like how you broke it down, but um, I can't okay. the audience to know. Yeah, so, so in terms of very brief, the awareness, act one, as I call it in the book, is broken down into purpose, priorities, process, and perspective um, to try and, you know, to have that framework. And so it all comes, you know, the starting point of is purpose. But within that awareness, okay, what does that mean? It's, it's taking stock of, you know, where you are now, who you are now, and are, are you happy with that? Or just that awareness of where you really are, the reality, not trying to sugarcoat it or put on a front for people. This is for you a personal thing. You know, who are you, where are you, and what are you doing? And taking that stock take in terms of your personal satisfaction. So it's not to say, oh, I'm earning X. That means I'm a 10 out of 10. No, you could earn what other people make see as a 10 out of 10 and feel personally a 2. Or the other way around, you could be in brilliant shape by society's norms. And, um, you know, I've had that before where people, well, you're in good shape. You know, what, what's your problem? And I'm like, well, you know, 
it's an individual thing how your personal satisfaction it may be you know you see your family 90% more than the average person but by your standards it's not enough or you know so there's there's a taking stock of your personal satisfaction of where you currently are and when you get extreme clarity of that also doing the work to identify who do you want to become if you are not that person now so it's not for me to say you are not that person now or who do you want to enhance or you know what what is the the vision of of who you want to become and also once you clarify that that will establish a lot of people talk about this gap and how big that is just awareness of that gap is huge and can be very powerful if you haven't really thought about it and got the clarity and and, and what actions can you do to close that back gap but also, this is when I like, when you get that extreme clarity of these two points, they could be close, they could be miles apart, it's, okay, what would this person, how would they act on a day-to-day basis? Because a lot of people think, I will become this person when I achieve this, or I will do this and this when. Whereas, no, to, to get where you want to go, wherever that is, you become that person now in your thoughts, your actions as of this point. You know, if that person would get up at like 5 a.m. and do this, this, and this, and this, but you're not doing it because you're not that person yet. It doesn't work like that. You have to become, you have to do the things exactly. to become, and you become that man now. So, or that woman or that, you know, that person. Right. So I think that's really important. And I, I catch myself all the time, you know, I'll, I'll do this when the book's out, or I'll do this when the TEDx talks out, or I'll do this when I move the country. So, and there's always reason. Then you, it gets to a point where you think, oh, I've run out of excuses to a certain extent. Yeah, I know there's certain order to do things, but majority of the time, you know, you're not fully ready to do things and that's good because that means that's the time to do it because if you wait till you're fully ready, that day never might not ever come number one and usually you've waited too long. You know, I, this is why I wanted you to break down some of the stuff because I know we're going to go into next step too, but I love what you said because I, in my opinion, I always say much of life is about who you are and where you want to be. And the gap is a lot of what life is, right? That that gap is, and many times- That's the people, fun stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. But many times people live in the past and they don't live their future now. And so when you live in the past, you miss out in the present and when you're not living your future now, you're not allowing yourself to grow today. So it's still, it's still a, a, it's such a misconnect. And so understand the awareness of who you are, who you want to be allows you to know things you can work on now. And it's not about a wait and see. It's more about develop now so that you will realize what you're saying. So that, that's, that's, oh, that's so awesome. Okay. 100%. And yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I think, and that's why I mentioned about the daily task and becoming it now because it's very easy and, and you know, a common pitfall of people who are ambitious and are so focused on the future yeah. that they're either unhappy now or dissatisfied to a point where they're not enjoying life and being present because they're always thinking about the future. So even when they get things that, other people or they should feel happy and celebrate they're not because they're always focusing on what they haven't got and what they want and haven't got so yes you have this vision to be ambitious but also have the foundation that you're not attaching your self-worth to a specific outcome Mm -hmm. which is really important and uh, more and more of what I've been doing in the last couple of years is is just breaking it down to the daily basis and I think if you can feel present and happier on a day-to-day basis or on this day, I think that's important, then all of a sudden, if you, have a, if you do that, before you know it, you have weeks of great days or feeling happy, and then before you know it, that's your life. Exactly. Wow. That's so much fire today, Adam. Okay, okay, so the, the next step. <laughs> What's the next step? Okay. 
action because we mm. talked about this and yes you could say like the the mental actions are actions but also if we're talking about the like the the big sort of strategic perspective the action the first or the four key phases to action is mindset momentum might and by that i mean you know energy and health and moolah money is what we call it sometimes and or strange people in england call it that and again I'm a strange person, so that's what I call it. So I am, I'm a strange person too. So, <laughs> so, so I, I did put in a little like, this is a, a slang term for money in England in the book. Uh, but yeah, so again, it all starts with the mind. And so there's some tactics in there. You know, when I talk about the power of deadlines, executing the bucket. We hear a lot about make your bucket list. Well, again, planning is great, but planning does not mean anything, does not have any impact. It's the doing. And the bucket list always leans towards Oh, let's create this list that in some far off time, when the time is right, I will complete this before I die. And it's kind of, I'm going to do this run. You see like films like The Bucket List where everyone's old. Well, too many people get taken out with a full bucket list. Uh, it's just the reality. So I want you to execute the bucket. Turn that bucket list into a yearly list. And you think, oh, I can't do it all, but you can renew it each year, you know, if you're fortunate enough to still be with us. So I think that's important. Um, and within that mind as well, back yourself. I don't think enough people back themselves. And also in that, that action, that's where I, I put purposely put the, the, the piece or the chapter on overcoming depression in the action section, not in the mind, not in the awareness section, because I feel it's more important to be proactive and have actions to be more resilient. And also to when you feel yourself not being right and, you know, getting less happy on a consistent basis be proactive and take actions because you can come back no matter how low you get. But the, the reality is the lower you get, the longer it takes to, to come out of that. That's my belief. Yeah, no, I, I love what you're saying. And is this where your momentum mindset works or is it in this phase or is it the next, next step? So, yeah. So again, once we go from, yeah, action, so we got mindset and then the momentum, there's a whole section on that. When I talk about the uh, comparison, I give an example of the great American muscle car and proper petrol heads have corrected me on this, but, there's a point to this story, you know, I, in terms of cars and me, I, they get me from A to B. Um, I like, oh, that's a nice red one. That's a nice black same, one. Same, same. <laughs> I know the, I know the make if I really like it, but beyond that, you know, whatever. So, so if I'm inaccurate, I apologize. I, I, I can be a details man, but I'm more getting to the point. So, Just now with cars. <laughs> yeah. The, ba- the basics of this though. So if you think of in terms of momentum, the American muscle car, if you try it, the old ones, I'm going to say one that does not have power steering is where I've been corrected in different places. <laughs> if you try and move the steering wheel when it is stationary, you know, you've got to be built like Arnold. It's, an, it's, it's a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. So my point is zero to one mile an hour, taking that first action is acceleration, is momentum. And then you keep accelerating. So that smallest action, whether it's writing something down, doing something physically today, no matter how small it is, going for a five-minute walk, calling someone important, that is momentum. And momentum builds momentum. So now, once you get up to speed and uh, interviewing all these uh, you know, quality people from around the world, is how quick they take action and they're implementing things. And by the nature of that, they build up momentum. So this is also linked to the rate of failure. So now, when you are going, again, make sure your car is pointing in the right direction. We talked about awareness of which direction right. you're going but beyond that start taking actions and uh, now when you touch the steering wheel it's very light so you can adjust once you're up to speed and moving forwards and it becomes a lot easier but also because the scenery is changing quicker failures will come 
likely more often. The people in the book, I mean, if there's one thing I can say from they've got probably more failures individually than most people listening to this, and it's insane the amount of failure, but it's their attitude towards failure. And as I say, they've got momentum. So yeah, oh, failure, it's gone. It's in the back window and they're not even looking at it. And then they get to where they need to go. So that's just, uh, I really found that as a powerful um, sort of way of it kind of explaining it um, and the, the momentum mindset and becoming the hunter, earning the right to trust your gut and know where to hide is kind of what I've covered in the momentum mindset and happy to dig into any spot there as well. Hey, you see, you're just getting. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Or reasons for you to get the book, and and and, that, and I love that. And so, and I think you have what, one more step, or that that was it. Oh, so we got might, which is all about energy and managing your energy, and life is energy, and all these things, cool things we've talked about here. It doesn't work if you can't get your ass out of bed, and you can't, you know, go through five, ten interviews, or go and do all the things that need to be done, done to get yeah. you where you, yeah, to you know, execute, get things done, not like I, uh, you know. I put in a few things, I'm tired and whatever, you know, so it's, it's energy management is huge and, um, you know, protecting your energy, maintaining it. Um, and yeah, I mean, we got the people in the book that I've got the, the nutritionist from the 2003 England rugby world cup winning team talking about nutrition. So I zip it there and you know, that is, I listen. So there's some great people in there, um, world champion fuel and, and talking about intermittent fasting to a certain degree and, you know, a, a Hollywood action hero who's beaten up Jason Statham's in there and how he became the hunter to, you know, to seek out his opportunities. Um, and it's just inspirational in there. All right. And then um, after Mike? <laughs> so moolah, money. Because ah. again, it's could have, this is the one that I think some places people focus on it too much and in other places you don't mention it. Um, so I've definitely got my approach to it. And again, I've got some key interviews with key people that, have talked about in a way that resonates with me. So in, in terms of, there's a great um, image in there, uh, the Japanese or the Chinese, sorry, symbol for money. It has kind of three, three pieces to it and two of them are the two different spears. And I interpreted that almost like the, the dual nature of money and the issues. Everyone seems to have an issue, positive or negative with money. It's, it's very dividing subject. And also it's the, the kind of the money to survive Mm. and money to thrive kind of the two different sides of the coin but the actual reality is the the reason there's two different like pieces to the symbol is one is the outward materialistic struggle for money and then there's the in internal inner battle for money that i think is where is 
all the, the, the key riches are to be one. That, yeah, no, and thank you for sharing. First of all, that to me has probably been the one that I've struggled with most, and I've gotten better about that. It's that you know, for the longest time, I used to have a weird relationship with money. I used to think, ah, it's weird to ask for it. Uh, and, and, and I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? I, for me, I, I had to do the work and understand, go back to that awareness part you're saying. I was like, what is my, why do I have this? And I was like, ah, maybe I don't even feel as valuable as I'm saying I am. I, I don't think my, I'm as worthy as that. Or it's, too, I'm actually, I actually think it's too expensive. And I was like, wow, you have to believe in what you're saying and you have to see it from, uh, this is how their lives are going to be improved more as opposed to worrying about yeah. whether people are going to, you know, think that of you, but it's honestly, you know, and I, for me, it's also like a cultural thing as well. Cause I, the way I, I grew up, I, you know, I'm Nigerian. I, I was told not to even like think of asking for anything, just go do it. And if you ask for something, it makes you like basically weak. And so those are things I've had to unlearn. Uh, so it's interesting yeah. uh, you say that. Yeah. Something that just popped to mind um, that I felt very powerful. Again, I, I don't know who said it at this point, but it's in my book. So <laughs> I said in some <laughs> it's shape now Adam Lewis Walker to said it. Great. <laughs> but, I mean, this is the other thing as well. You know, there's unique ways you can put things together, but each word has been used, and usually in in some kind of you know, yeah. in some point in history. And I think there's another point Will Smith puts in the book. Um, you know, you in in this sense, you are not a unique float snowflake when it comes to your problems. You know someone somewhere has had your identical problem at some point in history and the answer to it is written down in a book somewhere yeah and so you know I, I love that because i think when people get stuck within their problems it's when they think their problems are individual like oh it's all right for you because oh no no, no my problem is different to yours no no this i've got my own special problem this is can't be fixed you know it's it's indestructible it's individual um it's inescapable i call it the i struggle scenario but in terms of the money issue the point is, if you think you have a money issue, it's way more likely that you have a fulfillment issue. Mm. Mm. Explain, explain. Because this is, if you think you've generally got a money issue, and I'm, I mean, clearly, if you can't put food on the table, physically can't put food on the table, then the, obviously that needs to be organized, that needs to be sorted out. That is most likely an issue. But for a lot of people, especially in the Western world, I know we're both talking in America at the moment, in terms of I want more, 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 it's likely you're compensating for something in terms of the financial. Yeah, it's, and again, you can have a, you know, a jet or whatever. That doesn't mean you can't, you have fulfillment issues. But if that was taken away and that would change the core, your foundation, like we've been talking about before, and if you don't get that or you're shooting for that and you don't get that and you're miserable, then it's a fulfillment issue. Um, you know, the, you know, it, it linked to loads of sort of, uh, you know, people's opinions about, you know, money amplifying who you are. If, you know, I put it in the book, rich arsehole versus the poor arsehole. You know, if you're an arsehole, you're an arsehole. You're if you're right, a nice yeah. person, you're a nice person. And it, uh, similar to you, you know, I almost had these stories, beliefs from, you know, the media usually paints and, you know, people not on purpose, you know, talk about if you've done well financially, You've done something in some way, shape or form, maybe immoral or a lot of in films. There are always some kind of villain if they've got, you know, some kind of financial wealth, uh, wealth even. And it was it was amazing when I actually interviewed and bumped into people in person and I could see no difference. I could either see a decent bloke or not a decent bloke. Right. And that the financial side was absolutely irrelevant. 
So, I mean, it is, yeah, it's, uh, it's, I mean, groundbreaking to me when I kind of, you, and I think you need to experience that firsthand. And that's the point of, you know, being in certain environments. Um, yeah, that it's, it's important. Yeah. You know, you know, money just makes you more of who you are, honestly. And, uh, and that's, that's why, you know, whenever you hear about whether it's celebrities like a Will Smith or Hugh Jackman, you're like, oh, you're the nicest person. Boy, if it's about someone else, like a person is your reputation will precede you because, it's still going to come out. And um, so I, I love that aspect, fulfillment issue. Interesting. <laughs> ah, all right. So uh, before we transition out, out of um, uh, a lot of the, the core tenets of the book, can you tell us where we can find more and learn more about you? So, yeah, ayalpha.com forward slash book. Um, it's available now. It's in the, you can pre-order it. Um, and the depending on when exactly this goes out, there are launch bonuses all in, explained all in there the TEDx talks there all the information about the book is there so go and check it out um, and as I say if you're enjoying this conversation it's very likely you will enjoy the book if you're not it's very likely you won't enjoy the book but there is a TEDx talk that really dives into you know what this is all about and we talked about the three phases uh, with Ascension coming but um, October 3rd is the official launch date so if you do pre-order that, that is the time because again you know there are millions of books out there in terms of the launch date I really want to try and get some momentum behind this. And I'm excited about the reviews and people's feedback and what they actually did or what piece was useful to them and then they impacted and did something with it. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for that phase as well. Um, so it's, uh, you know, it's, it's like anything. You can sit away, lock yourself away, creating something for years, but the whole point, that's one piece of the puzzle. Yeah, it's an essential piece, but if you don't get out there in whatever it is you're doing in your life and no one knows about what you're doing, um, you can't have such big an impact. It's like, you know, the personal trainer who just is like grumpy because they're the best trainer, but no one knows about them. They're better than Bob down the road, but he's got all the clients or, you know, someone who's the best coach in any form or someone who's the best this, the best that, the best actor is legitimately the best actor. And then some donut who can't really act is a Hollywood megastar. And people will focus on that and complain. Well, stop focusing on that. What can you do to go and, you know, make it happen? What can you do to, claim your life the good and the bad and you know create your destiny wow yeah no well said and i'll make sure i put all that in the show notes by the time the podcast is out um the book would have been just out so uh you'll be able to order all the all the things yeah so jump over there straight away because i will leave that kind of basis what you just said if it's just after i will be slow in taking the launch only bonuses down but you know there go and jump across and check it out gotcha gotcha all right um as as we wrap up i want i want you to Talk to us about how you really started to build a brand out of your story. Um, because your story is unique. And oh. if you were younger and you were in the classroom and someone asked you, hey, you know, what do you want to do, Adam, with your, with your, your story? <laughs> this, would, this would have been hard to describe back then. So, and I find that, yeah. you know, even with me and a lot of other people, that's what I've, I've learned how to do is I figure out a way to use my story um, to build a platform because I feel like, you know, we're not all in boxes, but I'm curious about your origin story and when you really just elevated and found your alpha and you said, this story, not conventional, enough to build a platform. Yeah. Um, interesting. And I like that no one's ever asked it quite in that way. So technically some new territory here. So this is good. And so in terms of, and the, the word that popped up, um, and what I'm really interested in at the moment, sort of post book writing as well is fear. And, 
having come through, you know, the, the darkest days, you know, around 2009, 2010, after the accident, it's that respect of, I don't believe anyone is 100% ever immune from something like that. And also not thinking, but, you know, people say, oh, you know, you've, you've beaten that. I don't, I'm, it's still always there. And I still believe it's an option <laughs> as, as a potential for anyone. So it's knowing what that was like and having that fresh in the mind just to, you know, have the respect for it, but also there's definitely an element of fear that I wasn't okay with just getting to, okay, I'm surviving now. I'm not depressed. I'm okay. I'm, you know, you know, I'm in the middle. I'm in the norm, not a problem. That for me is too close to down in the dumps. Mm. So continuing the fear of that issue and the, the problems and the, that place drives me to continue and not stop. And I, and I really think it is a continuation because I don't think there's a massive change in what you need to do to get from, you know, not even surviving to surviving and then surviving to thriving. But it is a continual application of the foundations and building on a daily basis. That's why consistency is key. And yes, we all have bad days and days off and days where it it doesn't go well. But within that, don't let it that one day turn into two, turn into three, turn into one week. Then it's a month. Then it's, you know, you lose momentum, which we talked about earlier. And also, I think something I've done that, again, didn't make the book because um, you can't put everything in there. On a daily basis, no matter how challenging, if today is a very challenging day for you and is one of the days your class is not a good day, what could you do? And that, that word do is important. What could you do today to make today great? Because not what, what would you like to do? Because you might think, oh, yeah, I'd like to go to Disneyland. Oh, I can't do that today, so I still feel bad. But what can you do, whether it's a five-minute walk, whether it's a talk, whether it's get on the phone to someone that you've been meaning to call for ages and then you miss that opportunity? So what, and again, this is not for me to say do them three things. It's to say, what could you do to make today great in the reality of where you are, whether it's nine o'clock at night and you're asking yourself this question. You've got your options. So yeah, what could you do? And so I think asking yourself that question on a daily basis, personally, that links heavily to having great days, no matter how challenging they are. And then, as I said earlier, having great days back to back to back, even on the potentially bad days or worse days. I don't like to clarify um, bad and good necessarily. Um, before you know it, that's a pattern and you, that's your life. You know, your days are your life. Days of our lives. Ah, I love it. Uh, like a soap opera, isn't it? <laughs> that's a soap opera. <laughs> uh, hey, and I'm not saying that I, no, I definitely was one of those. Uh, I watched a lot of soaps. My, mo- my mom and I used to do that growing up uh, and I'm not ashamed. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, thanks for that. Um, oh, just fun questions here. So you're from England. Um, what, what, what are the things in England that you miss you know, now that you're here in the States? Okay. Um, I miss obviously, obviously the people, mm-hmm. um, close family, very close. I am very close to my, uh, my close family, especially my parents and uh, brother. Um, yeah. So, and, that, and that's the reality. That's why I think it's useful to, to go for that process because completely honestly, that's the main thing, <laughs> the, the people and it, and then it just refocuses that, that that's what, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so don't miss the weather, be completely <laughs> honest. Um, I miss certain things. Let me try and think of more, you know, a specific. Sometimes the food. I do love a good, I say English curry, which sounds weird, but there are curries that have evolved in England because we're just weird that, you know, 
that don't have their origins or, or they you can't get in India, for example. Right. They're like a, a, a mutant hybrid for English palate. But I, I, I love a good curry. Um, can't seem to get that up, up where I am at the moment. Um, I love, again, linked to people, I love a good uh, coffee shop. And again, you get them in America, but where I am is in the wilderness. So my things I miss are more not from country to country, are from urban environment with, again, you get all the stuff like convenience, but you also get, you know, the stabbings, the muggings, the robberies and all that, all that stuff that comes yeah. with a big city. You don't get that here. So, you know, it's, it's, it swings and roundabouts. It's uh, pluses and minuses. Um, so, but I do like that hub of sometimes, you know, going where there are, you know, a good flow of people and, you know, that, that community. And, um, cause I, I've known as well for going through different things. I don't operate the best if I am isolated. Um, as we talked about, and I, you know, I enhance that isolation when times were tough and I know people do that. Um, but if I don't talk to people like this, you know, regularly as part of what I do, um, I definitely notice, um, I definitely notice it. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. Uh, do you miss this? Do you, are you into sports? Were you a sports guy? Yeah. So, um, again, I, uh, in terms of the, is it the average Englishman, I am, you know, nothing compared to what they're like for football as the world calls it soccer uh, yeah i um, love football but, so yeah i love i love i love football um but my point is i almost and i almost in, enjoy it more or miss it more watching it when i'm over here because it makes me a little bit homesick but i watch like the match of the day is what i'm all about because any game i watch live it's always a nil nil and it's boring I've, i feel like i've got the the awful touch um so i watch highlights like if i sit down and commit to one game and also i feel too urgent i haven't got time i don't no, everyone's got time, but I don't prioritize. I'm going to sit down yeah, for not, 90 no minutes yeah, yeah. and see that. I would prefer to see the highlights. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, Tottenham Hotspur Spur is what I, uh, who I support. Uh, I, I, I say support loosely. Are you Arsenal or something? No, no. I, I, well, first of all, my team is the greatest team of all time. And we're having a horrible season. It's Manchester United. We're, we're, we're having a. I, I knew when you said the greatest team of all time and having obviously, I knew exactly who you were talking about. We're but, having um, a dreadful I, season. <laughs> I'd like to put a disclaimer there. I've never been to a live Tottenham Premiership game, so I don't. I can understand how I'm not a legit supporter, but no, yeah, that's yeah. why I've, since the days since um, Gary Lineker and Gascoigne, Paul Gascoigne, and people like that, and Klinsman, who um, was the US, USA coach for a long time. Yeah. No, I, I love I love all that. So um, yeah, I like I watch the highlights. But um, yeah, I mean it's people and places. The interesting thing, when I go back to England, one night uh, minus obviously seeing people more, but one night out or you know back, and nothing's changed. And um, you know I get topped up on my Englishness, and uh, I'm I'm ready to come back to the wilderness. And you know I, I like I like the very I'm excited to go back as part of this book as well um, in about a month. Um, right. Yeah, so um, right. yeah, it's. Uh, it's well, interesting. Good well, point. No, thanks for that. We'll definitely get you off going. So this is the last question I always ask. It's my mission statement. My mission statement is use your difference to make a difference. So, Adam Lewis Walker, how do you use your difference to make a difference? Ooh. Wow. That's a good one. I got my mission statement, but this is different. I like this. Um, how do you use my difference to make a difference? By embracing the difference and then focusing on strengths and what's impactful, and that's obviously always an evolution thing because I can't tell people what's impactful. People tell me what's impactful, and that's why I'm excited about this 
this book because people are already telling me what is impactful um, and that will you know help clarify and illuminate you know what is what is <laughs> my difference that makes the difference absolutely so no I'm very I'm very excited about that but I think articulating complex and overwhelming scenarios in a simple straightforward way that actually gets to the you know what moves the needle and actually and also storytelling I love having conversations with people like yourself um, and sharing others greatness and I think it inspires all right well there you have it we've been talking to Adam Lewis Walker we've learned a lot about awakening your offer definitely get the book it's going to be in the show notes um, you can connect with them in, in various ways uh, various ways rather and I'm going to put that there as well in the show notes but it's uh i'm looking forward to this thank you for spending time with us and uh just sharing your story it's been fun no worries and i'll i'll get a digital copy 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 over to you instantly <laughs> because again not tomorrow because who knows what's going to happen. instantly and i'd love to know your thoughts on it and uh have your Absolutely. informed review hey i always love reading I've, i'm reading a lot i read a lot so uh please let me let me know when it's here and i'll dive into it but uh <laughs> ladies and gentlemen till next time Use a difference to make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.